I am overqualified to live in Alabama because hey, I lived in Alabama. Why? Did you start putting the wrong shoe on the wrong foot while you were living there? We didn't wear shoes. Oh, you live in that part of Alabama? <laughs> Who needs shoes when you live in Alabama? Did race car spelled backwards is still race car. This is the race car spelled backwards podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Brad, and with me, as always, is Jamie, and this is Race Car Spell Backwards, episode 70. Jamie, how the heck are you doing, my friend? I'm changing my name to Eddie. (laughs) How you doing, Eddie? Doing fine, doing fine. How many times have I asked you, were you ready to start recording today? Uh, This is about the fifth time. So if you if you want to know, Jamie's in like the best mood he's probably ever been in today. So if the show's a little spicy, it's Jamie's fault. Oh, I'm spiced up, dude. He's like a spice girl except a guy. I am like Tabasco sauce on your nuts. He's pepper spice. <laughs> pepper spice. That's N-U-T-Z. I don't want to get sued. For... N-U-T-Z? Yeah. Nuts. In the nuts. Okay. Yeah. Before we get started, I just want to say our thoughts and prayers go out to Freddie Kraft and his whole family. Uh, the loss of his father, Tom Kraft, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to the whole family, Freddie's brothers and sisters and his mom, you know, we're thinking and praying about you, but Tom was a three-time figure eight champion at Riverhead Speedway. And after he got done with his racing career, he was a NASCAR did official. figure eight? Yeah, dude. He's a, that is nuts. He's a, he's won like 29 figure eight races. Fifth, that is an American badass. Fifth overall at Riverhead Speedway. Holy crap. So... Thoughts and prayers go out to you guys. He hasn't bragged about it on the podcast. I know that's what I was thinking about. Like I've that's I've that's heard like him, I've heard him talk about his dad's figure eight racing, but when I looked up his father's like stats there and saw he was fifth overall all time winner at Riverhead Speedway and had three figure eight championships over like a 25, 30 year span. He didn't do all this like back in the sixties. This was over that his, is I think his last one was like 2000-something, 2003, something like that. Well, Freddie, your dad was a badass. I, yeah, I can't. I mean, that's just Figure crazy. eight racing is insane. Uh-huh. You ever watched it? I'm yeah. Assuming, yeah. It's, you have to it's have hard a, not to take your eyes off figure eight racing. You have to have an extra set of balls because yeah. there's <laughs> you got two below the waist and two below your chin. You've taken them off and put them on the dash and let them ride. Yeah, that's, just, that's some no wow. Gregson. That is nuts. So last week we went, or I went to Huntsville, took my son to see our NF concert over there, but we drove through the little town of Boaz. I don't know if I've ever told you, but Alabama's a special place. It has a special place in my heart, too. But it is a special place. We, we went to western Minnesota. That's so a special place, too. What's worse, you think, western Minnesota or Boaz, Alabama? Oh, I guarantee you it's Boaz. <laughs> Boaz is like five miles long total at most. We drove through Boaz. They had just as many churches as they did Mexican restaurants. No lie. They had a Joe's Taco and an El La Mexicano Restauranto. Well, and it said it sounds just like I said, or it spelled just like I said it. I had to sound it out. El La Mexicano Restauranto. Well, based on my trip to Hutchinson, they're they're not very religious because there was probably two no churches. churches in the whole town. Baptist or Catholic? Lutheran. Lutheran. 
That's the Catholics of the North, according to uh, Lutheran. Yeah, I thought Baptists were the or yeah. Baptists were the Catholics of the North, and Catholics are the Baptists of the South. <laughs> Baptists are the Catholics of the South, I think. Maybe. I don't. Know. I don't remember. Religion gets things all tangled. Within five hundred miles, within a five hundred mile stretch, I think we passed first, second, and third Baptist church. What was weird? You call it something else instead of third. What's or... weird is second and third. I think they had the same pastor at both. Wasn't that? He right? just runs over mm-hmm. after service. You get a new Baptist church as soon as ten people get pissed off in your current church. That's why you, you have more a... than one Baptist church in every community. That's why you just pay your what. Dues to the SBC and they let you in, just as long as you don't let a woman preach. I think that's what the rules are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really do. Like we we sit here making fun of Boaz for their Mexican restaurantes and all their churches, but I'll be honest, I'd love to live in that area. Restaurante sounds Italian. Restaurant. There is a Joe's Italian restaurant in downtown Birmingham. Actually, it's in downtown Pelham, but that's south of Birmingham. You've been to Pelham? Yeah, I've been to. Um, You've been to Birmingham, too. I've been to Huntsville and have not been to Muscle Shoals, where all the Southern Rock got started. Yeah, I don't have no, That's on the other side of the state. That's we like, were near it on coming back from our Cannonball Run. I don't even remember driving through that portion of the country. We went through northern Mississippi. I remember coming through Memphis into Mississippi. We went through the other Tuscaloosa in Alabama, not the college town. Actually, I peed in the loves at Tuscaloosa. Was that in Alabama? Yeah, and there was some natural bridge the other way, and you said it caved in. <laughs> yeah, the natural <laughs> bridge that broke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the I broken remember. bridge. Bro- well, they didn't want to change the sign. It cost more. It broke like in the 80s, I think. Well, they break the sign then. That's what I would think. Just a broken sign. So I was, you know, as I go down my rabbit holes with stupid news, one of the stories I ran across were the police in Poland say two men who tried to rob a local grocery store, have died in a shooting that took place during the robbery. The strange thing is, both men were accidentally shot when a man across the street was cleaning his gun, and it accidentally went off eight times. I'm assuming Poland's like those other countries you see in the Middle East or East Europe, where Everybody's got an AK-47. They play with it like we used to play with our Tonka guns when we were kids. I mean, it says it was a 9mm pistol. At least it said that in the comment section. I'm not a... We're not saying that's official, but... So, basically, he held the trigger down while it <laughs> so emptied half the clip? That's my question. Wow. How do you accidentally shoot off eight rounds from a pistol without cleaning it? It either means these two are the world's unluckiest criminals... Or this guy is the world's worst gun cleaner. Maybe he was on some vodka. I mean, my dad told me, remove the click, cock it, unchamber if there's one chambered, and then look down the barrel. Yeah, and not from the front. Not from the front (laughs) to make sure it's empty. Yeah, you're looking from the top on the inside down the the barrel. Through the chamber to the end of the barrel. Yeah, not the other way around. I I don't know. I I think there's either two possibilities to this story. It's either A... The guy is a complete moron, doesn't know how to clean a gun, and somehow or another he he had to have emptied a clip. He went all Clint Eastwood on him, and then that's the story so he doesn't go to jail. Well, that was my other option. What if this is Batman, and that's the best story he could come up with when he got caught? He said to those two crooks, he said, 
This here is a Makarov 9mm. 15 rounds in the clip. It's fully loaded. Do you feel lucky, punk? Do you feel lucky, <laughs> punk? Do right. you? So then, let's come back a little more local. We'll go to a Piggly Wiggly in Alabama. Was that Boaz? No. Where an over-enthusiastic Alabama fan brought his home team spirit to a whole nother level. He stumbled through the store, knocking over rows of groceries, chanting Roll Tide. Store employees tried to intervene, but when the police showed up, they were able to finally escort the guy out. And apparently he con he continued screaming Roll Tide the whole time he was being drug out of the Piggly Wiggly. I think that's completely legal if you're screaming Roll Tide and you're in the state of Alabama. That's Unless you're in Auburn, Alabama. Correct. But because he was in the Piggly Wiggly outside of Auburn, Alabama... You know, void. Like, it never happened, right? The cops get you outside and they go, oh, roll What tide. do you think the Tide fan base compared to Auburn is? 99 to 1? I know I had a, a heating and air customer in the state of Alabama when I was the sales rep over there. And they charged $25 more if you had an Auburn anything outside of your house. That's funny. If they pulled up. It was automatically twenty five dollars more. Now they didn't. The only people who knew about this were the employees. Well, they had to be laughing about it. Oh, it was hilarious. Like I would, he would show me in. So you could have a Michigan flag, and that's okay. But you got an Auburn. So bam, he would. The technician would add it into the price, or the sales guy would add it into the price, and the whole. It wasn't like they had a line item. An Auburn tax. They didn't have Auburn fan wrote down, but that, what they would do is on the front of the invoice. Or on the... Did they write Roll Tide? No, they wrote <laughs> War Eagle, which is the yeah whatever Auburn chant. So the homeowner got it, and they're like, oh, they're a War Eagle. They're an Auburn fan. War Eagle, man. War Eagle. When the homeowner was really being charged $25 more for being a War Eagle fan. I think it's phenomenal. I mean, it's like, I want to charge more if I know you're a Joey Logano fan. I want to be like charging more in Georgia for a Georgia Tech fan. Yeah, but you really wouldn't make any money off of it because there's only like 10 of those in the state of Georgia. Well, Georgia Tech uh, graduates brag about how much money they make. Charge them an extra grand. Everybody that goes to Georgia Tech graduates with a business degree. Oh, it's all engineering, I thought. I'm, I'm just talking about their football team. You'd think they would get better football players. Well, they can't pass engineering. That's the hard stuff. Yeah, but they're not going to class anyway. I don't I think, think, these, I think these it's football PE. players don't go to class, man. Somebody Every does year all I'm interviewed, they got a... Four-year degree from a major university. They get interviewed after an NFL game, and they can't even speak a full sentence. Oh, man, they speak full I'll pot him right in that mouth. I hit him. I hit him. Hit him. I knock him down. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. That's the idiot mating call of Alabama. Roll Tide. If Harry Potter was from Alabama. Uh, United Kingdom, they also have their own Karens as well. A lady in the United Kingdom called the local authorities because her neighbor was making too much noise. You see, her neighbor is a violin and piano teacher who teaches between the hours of 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. five days a week. The police issued a noise complaint to the woman with zero penalties attached. So to they it. know she's a Karen. Yeah, but they had to show or she would Karen up on them. That's exactly what I'm thinking. They know this lady's going to flip out regardless. So in order to appease Karen, 
they wrote this lady a citation that had no monetary fines, no penalties whatsoever attached to it. They probably said, Hey, mate. Oi. Oi. Your neighbor is a stink ass, and I'm going to give you a ticket here, Let's but the her. ticket is just going to be a warning. Oi. Bloody hell, Wanker. Me don't like that Karen next door. Bloody hell, Harry. Bloody hell. Bollocks! Harry Potter. Ah, bollocks! I would start teaching drums or maybe like heavy metal singing if yeah. I was her neighbor. Get Bruce I, Dickinson there. I would offer, you know, yeah, like Iron Maiden. Head to the hills! Run for your life. That was better. Oh, yours was. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'll take I can't the I can't. Hand. I can't sing this so. Oh, let's bring it back stateside. Let's go to Washington State. America. Washington State is one of the 50 states. Jimmy. Is it? And it's not the not only Eastern Washington. Was. It is not home to the Washington Redskins. Well, they're the com Commodores now. The Canadians. Canadians? Yeah. It's like a Commodore. Cambodians? Canadian. It's, like a common, it's like a common Canadian Cambodian. A common Canadian Cambodian. Why couldn't they be Canadian. the commanders? It rolls so much better than whatever they're called. Commandadors? So a local donut shop in Washington State had to be temporarily closed there? after a black a black bear got into the store shortly after opening. Store employees say the bear wandered in the back and just started ransacking the place and eating the donuts. Store employees said they didn't try to intervene or remove the bear. They just took off running. One store employee told the local news that he doesn't get, a, get paid enough to fight a bear over some donuts. You know what probably happened here? <laughs> Seattle's all whacked out. Have you noticed that? So the bears went to... They called the police. They called 911 and said, Hey, got a black bear going crazy in my donut shop. And they the 911 He's homeless. Said, You're racist. We're not coming. No, it's a black bear. No, a black bear. This is like cocaine bear, except the bears all hopped up on coffee and sugar. I, I did, the best part of this story for me is the store employee telling the news people... I don't get paid enough to go in there and ram off no bear. Probably make a minimum wage. I'm not chasing a bear off. I ain't making twelve forty three an hour. Yeah, minimum wage in Seattle like thirty bucks an hour. No, I thought minimum wage was a base salary of a hundred grand a year in Seattle. It's expensive there. So this guy's making a hundred grand a year working at the donut shop. But I don't know that for a hundred grand a year, if a black bear comes in the back door. If a black bear comes in the back door of this studio right now, I'm going out the window past you because I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun Here's you. Here's a funny story. I'm in, I'm in Minneapolis, right? I don't like Starbucks. Don't like it. Your coffee's crap. It tastes like ass. Okay. But I go in and get a uh, sparkling water because I was wandering around looking at the buildings downtown. And I put my credit card in the little machine. And she reaches over and hits something. Tip. And I'm like, what did she just do? And so I see the total and it says, is this correct? And it shows me she hit 20%. Tip. I hit cancel and said, hey, this isn't working. <laughs> she redo it? She redid it and reached over and hit 20% tip again. Did you say it again? I said, hey, this ain't working. Then I put my arm up and covered her from the screen. I said, can you reset that? <laughs> I was going to give her like 10% because I figured, you know, she needed some money. But 
if you're going to reach over and make it 20%, I'm sorry. I didn't even have it made behind the counter. I grabbed it from the dang cooler. So you're and saying, I'm going to pay, and it was five bucks anyway. I'm going to pay an extra buck yeah, for doing all the work. That's how companies don't have to increase their minimum wage. They just increase the tip expectancy. So now you're expected to pay for your food plus pay for that worker. Compensate them because the company's cheap and don't want to compensate them. Well, as I was walking out, it was a small Starbucks. I heard, asshole. I got no problem. And you know what I did? I slapped my ass. I got no problem tipping servers, people who serve. But I don't think the guy at the drive-thru... What if you go to Domino's for pickup? Do you think they deserve a tip? No. No, they're just doing their job. The oh. driver, if you driver, have it delivered yes. to your house, he sure, does. 20% all day long. Correct. What about the guy at Burger King drive-thru? Or the guy working the counter? Just the thing that now no. at the counter, Burger King and McDonald's... You have to literally at McDonald's order through a robot machine. Jester is Go to dead. the counter and they'll deliver the food. They ask you to tip the lady handing your food now. No. No, okay. Uh, what about at a grocery store? They have the tip option. No. Available. All these places are now offering tips. What grocery tips. store has tip? Doesn't Publix have a tip option? Not on self-checkout, but... I don't know. I'll have to look. I thought one of the grocery stores I went in recently had very a angry at Publix. They ain't getting no tips. What Publix do to you? Well, I keep getting their boar's head cheese. Yeah. For sandwiches. And I'll order it the day before. I'll show up because you set your time. Like I'll be there at three o'clock. Like I, I get home Friday night at six o'clock and say I'll pick it up at two o'clock tomorrow Saturday. Yeah. Well, I get there at two o'clock. There's no there. cheese, and they tell me they put it there. Says, so does that mean someone's to? Oh, that's what I wanted. That's and exactly it. That's exactly what that means. But then they give me attitude when I say it's not here. You got gypped. You got mad, and then you got attitude. So not only did you get gypped, you also got attitude. It's happened about three of the last times I've been there, and, and then they wanted you to just give a tip too, right? Even without getting I ain't it. paying for it. If they ain't got it. They still want a tip. You came up there. I can get Boar's Head at Kroger. I can get it at Ingles. You asked a question. Probably can't get it at Walmart. No, probably not. They got their own head. <laughs> they got they got Sam's Fresh. Sam's Fresh Head. Yeah. <laughs> deli, deli cuts. I like some deli cut head. All right. In New Mexico. I thought this was California this morning. Is there meth involved? Because we saw some weird campers out in the desert. A woman we in New Mexico calls the local authorities after her crack dealer sold her, in her words, fake meth and stole her money. When the police arrived, they tested the fake meth. Come to find out it wasn't actually fake meth. It was just diluted down. She was then arrested for possession of methamphetamine and was taken to jail. And from what I can find, there was no charges ever brought upon her dealer. Well, I think they charged her a stupidity tax. I, I've like, seen videos on Instagram of the 911 call where the guy calls 911. Is she so dumb she doesn't understand that illegal, illegal drugs are called illegal drugs because they're illegal? I mean, I'm assuming there's just no integrity in the methamphetamine market in New Mexico. You're a criminal if you're selling it. Of course there's no integrity. We drove through New Mexico. We saw 
There's a lot. Of There's a lot of campers out there with trailers and smoke coming out of the roof. Oh, no doubt. Like you would see one RV next to the other. One RV burn up, new one in operation. Dudes in their underwear come rolling out with their gas mask on. You know what's happening. What did we not see in our whole drive through New Mex- Mexico? A, a state trooper. <laughs> There's no cops. That's true. There's none in New Mexico. I almost got kidnapped in New Mexico. Well, that's why. New Mexico is probably my favorite state we visited. It's beautiful. Phoenix or Arizona is beautiful. beautiful. It's crazy because you go from Arizona orange to New Mexico brown. It's just like, and literally you can see them. Well, there's like 20 colors of browns. Yeah, but it's On the state line, it goes from red to brown. Yeah, it's orange. It's brown. Red, brown. There's no oranges. There's no reds. It's just brown, 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 brown. It's still beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's amazing to me how it changes so drastically from Arizona to And the high desert of California was white sand. With no trees. I saw some As trees. you found out. I saw like those big ass um, redwoods. Sequoias. Yeah, redwoods. Sequoia. That's an Indian. Well, they got sequoia trees. Sequoia. sequoia. Or is that Sacagawea Keys? Trees. I might be all wrong on that. It's Seneca. That's what I was thinking of. Not Sequoia. Seneca is the Indian reservation in New York. Well, what the hell are they doing in in New Mexico, Arizona, and California? Not. Did we push them that far? No, we didn't see the. We had the Sequoia, maybe, but not the Seneca. I don't know. There's like 15 different tribes, man. When we came into the first tribes out. When we went through Kansas for like 12 seconds and we got the first tribe, I, I was like sketched out. It was like three in the morning. There was literally, as far as the eye could see, zero lights except for one little teepee that had a candle burning. That was for, that was for tourists. That was the, that's the road. We had was that like, City Hall? They had the toll roads there and didn't tell us. We got billed later, but it was the nicest roads that we drove on the whole flipping trip. Well, that's because they're paid for with your money. Exactly. That's why they bill you. It's to keep those roads nice. All right. Has Kyle Bush ever been there? No, but I do think Kyle Bush might want to go to this place here. Is so it? this is another story from the United Kingdom. A cannabis grow operation was shut down recently in the United Kingdom after police, police discovered over 200 plus plants growing in the bottom floor of an apartment. The apartment was located directly next door to the police department. Police got a warrant to search the building after a strong odor of marijuana was coming from the open windows on the ground floor. Hmm. Is it not legal? And not 200 England? plus plants. You, ha- you would have to be in America in the legal states for 200 plus plants. You would have to be a commercial grower. I mean, that's like massively illegal in america or in the united kingdom i just love how stupid criminals can be oh criminals yeah (laughs) i mean just think this is like taking the police along with you on a bank robbery like pulling up front of the police station say hey hey mate jump in the car taking them down to the bank robbing the bank with the cop with you you are literally next door. I understand. Put it right between, right under their noses. They won't catch it. I get all that. But there's a strong smell coming out of the windows that you have open on the ground floor, which they said you're growing 
200 plus plants of marijuana on the ground floor. Don't you think they knew how many plants they were growing? Uh, why they say 200 plus in the article is I think the guy who wrote the article. Didn't I mean, he? if I'm growing for a profit, I know how many plants I have every day, even if it's corn. That's what I mean. Like, you know, they know. The police even know. I just can't believe, for one, the audacity of the criminals. Don't you think the best place to commit a crime is next to the police station because they never expect it? Well, that's what I was saying. That's what they do. They put it right under their nose. But wouldn't you maybe not open the windows and let it vent out? Well, they call right people the in England, door? the cops, a bobby. A bobby walks by and goes, oh my, that smells like some marijuana. Bloody hell. It can't it be. It smells like the cannabis. I'm right here at Scotland Yard. There's no way you would be doing cannabis next to Scotland Yard. Professor Sherlock Holmes, we need you on the case. We can smell the cannabis right out front here of the police station. Maybe that was it. Maybe the criminals suspected the cops would think it was the police station smelling like pot from all the potheads that the police were arresting. Did you know Sherlock Holmes has discovered everlasting life? Because he's still around? He's now Iron Man. Wow. I wasn't expecting that one there. That's pretty Jamie. smart, dude. Have you ever watched? Go watch the latest Sherlock Holmes. I thought Holmes the movie. latest Sherlock Holmes was a woman. That's uh, Mrs. Sherlock Holmes. Isn't that a TV show? Yes. Is it? I feel like I've watched She's going to be Iron Woman. She'll be Iron Woman next. I'm sure your kids are watching it. I think it's quite popular in the teenage world. Watching Iron Woman? No, Miss Sherlock or... I was watching um, Nancy Sherlock, Batman: The Killing Joke. It's uh, animated. I was watching that last night. It's an animated movie. Pretty good. I can't watch it with my kids. That's so is it an adult Batman? Yeah, it's rated R. Most of the rated R Batman's animated Batman's aren't like aren't bad. Like you could watch. I wonder them. why Disney hasn't bought Batman and run it to the ground. I wonder why Disney hasn't taken the Batman playbook and made like the reason they batman so the reason most batmans are rated r when it's an animated series or an animated movie is because of the blood and the violence it's not so much the language is really the same on a pg-13 or r-rated batman i prefer an r-rated because the violence and it's just more of my level so but it's not usually does it remind you of walking downtown atlanta late at night yeah so, but my around thing, the old Phillips Arena, why hasn't Marvel had a good animated run too with X Men? Have you noticed Marvel? Why haven't they made X Men rated R movies before and not for anything other than just Marvel sold out to Disney? The movies good. were better. Duh, Disney they, literally ruins everything they get. We know that. I heard there's no one at their park and. Florida no, anymore. No, their park's still crowded from what I've heard. We had some friends who recently went there in our Sunday school and they were talking about just packed. Actually, no. We have friends in Sunday school who are currently in Disney and they were telling us how a friend told them it was packed out. So, Well, it is. School starts this week, though. It should loosen up. I mean, we went years ago. We went for Christmas and we were there on Christmas Day and it was... They had to quit letting people in like midday because it was max capacity. Well, I sure wouldn't want to go there at Christmas time. I'll be honest, it was probably 
my favorite Christmas with my kids, my wife and kids. It was probably like our best Christmas ever. Nobody got mad. Nobody was, it was just, everybody was happy at the park. It was pretty smooth. And I don't know. I, it was, believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds to say I was at an amusement park and it was packed to the max with people. I still had a good time. Did you see Santa Claus? I don't remember. I don't remember. They don't. They might not own the rights to Santa. They Claus. might not. It might have been Coca-Cola does. Mickey Santa, maybe. Yeah, they'd have to get a licensing agreement with Coca-Cola. All right. Well, it's been two weeks since we've recorded an episode because Jamie went to Minneapolis to try to get shot, and luckily he was unsuccessful. Did not get shot. Came close. Killed. Came very close. Didn't you see a dude pooping on the sidewalk? Yeah, a guy came into our uh, trolley up. car and pissed in the uh, in the car we were in. Just right next to you. Yeah. You see people shooting heroin? I thought he'd leave, but he left, but he came back and sat right next to his puddle of pee-pee. Yeah, so if you're looking for a, Don't know, go to a vacation Paul. destination, St. Paul might not be where you want to go. Now, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Not having been... If you listen to this show, Paul, you're probably not going to be a fan of St. Paul when you go visit. So Minneapolis was probably the cleanest city I've ever been to in North America. I used to say it was Toronto. I'm saying Minneapolis is the cleanest, nicest, big city I've ever been to. I was about to argue with you that well, Toronto is not in America, but you said it's North, North America. America. I know. I slow man. And so I was I'm like, slow. I can't. Wow. This trolley goes from downtown Minneapolis to past the Capitol in St. Paul, and it's the Twin Cities. So my oldest son and I rode it. They're not really twins. They're not identical twins. Oh, really? One is, like, beautiful, welcoming, friendly people. The other is dark, dingy. Dangerous. I was hoping Batman would arrive. <laughs> you went from this beautiful... City to Gotham. Basically, yeah. And not even the nice Gotham, like when Bane invaded Gotham. Bizarro world backwards from Minneapolis. Yeah, I mean, that's... But they say there's, like, lawlessness anyway in St. Paul now, so... We we witnessed it. Yeah, I mean, the dude shooting up heroin on the sidewalk. I actually told my son, I said, I think we're going to have to fight our way out of here and start giving them tips on what we should do. Yeah, I get a text from Jamie. He's like... I think we're being followed and we're about to be mugged. I'm telling my my children where to hit and where to kick as we take off running. This might be my le last text to you. Like, what the heck's he talking about? Well, we just ran from the crackhead car to an empty car. Why are you going to let your buddy car? in Georgia know you're about to be mugged? Like, I call nine one one. I don't know. I'd probably start video. I know you can't do that there. Oh yeah, no, it's lawless. Literally, yes. there's no laws. There, the cops so. were no. We saw tons of cops in Minneapolis. None in St. Paul. Are they sitting on like the? outskirts of town like right at the town line well as you're riding this trolley you can see past the university of minnesota as you head towards st paul you start seeing some trash bags in the windows of cars plywood in the windows of houses they have homeless problems too in st paul like like they do in, uh, i don't think san these Francisco. people have they were naked well they had boxer shorts on did you see the fat um the fat lady in Ah, where was it at? In the Bay, what's the Bay Area? San Francisco, right? Is that what they call the Bay Area? I guess. The, the news report said in the Bay, a naked fat woman runs across the highway in the Bay Area. Was she singing? It was all over. She was singing because the fat lady sang. <laughs> they were video. She wasn't running across the street. 
she was literally butt naked running down the street. Hmm. They had to, the Bay Area, I'm pretty sure, San Francisco. So, well, we saw this crackhead. I'm not up on my liberalism, so if I'm wrong, I apologize. He was, we saw him smoke crack. My son had never seen anyone smoke crack. I've only seen somebody smoke crack once, and that was at a Metallica concert. The dude in front of us bent down and started smoking crack. He was crushing it up on his cigarette packet and then smoked it. And he wasn't like directly, he was like two people in front of us, but there was no doubt what he was doing with that tinfoil bowl he had made well, this in his was, lighter. They were all just wearing underwear. It was like 92 degrees, and to them, that was a heat. This guy had underwear on. He had no shirt, no shoes, and shorts. Well, so he boxer could, shorts, but... So he couldn't go to Waffle House. I'd never seen a belly button like he had. It looked like Bruce Lee was punching his way out from the inside of his belly. Oh, he, he had, had an Audi. Audi, but it was a fist. That's probably, I don't know what the heck that was. I think that's a side effect from smoking methamphetamines. I think it says it on the on, when you buy your meth on the warning, the warning label. Like on if cigarettes. you watch the commercial, it says could cause fist-like outies wow. in your belly button hole. What does your wiener look like after you're doing a lot of that stuff? What if your fist out Audi is bigger than your wiener? Hmm. You got a problem. Maybe a chief Make two, movies. Chief Tupole. Make some movies. <laughs> stumpy. That's <laughs> double stumpy. Y'all balloon knot. That's a little double stumpy over there. Balloon knot. <laughs> well, since we were out for the last two weeks, we're going to talk about Pocono and Richmond. So let's start with Pocono. Denny Hamlin runs Larson High to take the lead and win the race. Him and Kyle Larson are apparently buddies, play golf together. Lots and lots and lots of people are mad at Denny Hamlin. They do the pickleball. Why are they mad at Denny? Because he wrecked a Hendrix car. What do you think? Do you think Larson kind of put people in situations? At this point, we've heard everybody's opinion. You know, the DBC guys had no problem with what Denny did. Dell Jr. thought it was a little dirty, but he was all for it as well. Kyle Petty really thought it was a dirty move and didn't like it whatsoever. Yeah, but look at his wins. He's got, what, four? I mean, Denny has 50 wins. I don't think Kyle Petty has a whole lot he can really say. Denny's going to have to channel his own teammate, Joey, to get a championship. Yeah. Everybody said they are going to wreck Joey. They didn't. No. Denny needs to wreck people. Look, I don't care if Denny and Kyle Larson are friends. I don't care if they're brothers. I don't care if they're sisters. None of that matters to me. What I care about is this the last lap of the race. I want to see the guy in second place racing his little heart out trying to win that race. And if that means running a guy up the track to take the lead when you can't pass in this new car, do it. run him up the track and take the lead so you can pass him in the new car and win the race. I am greatly all for that. Wreck him. Kyle Larson can be as mad as he wants to be. It's okay, Buttercup. You've done the same thing to your own teammate. It's okay. Everybody's mad at Denny saying, well, Denny did talk, it to Chase. Denny complains over here, but then he does it over here. Whatever. Every one of these drivers is Denny Hamlin. So, is Denny Hamlin the new bad boy of NASCAR? Sure, why not? Get a championship, Denny. During race intros last week and this week, Denny Hamlin was severely booed. Probably as much, if not almost He's as much as Richmond's Bubba his own track. Jeez. You, I agree. Then you got when Denny won the race last weekend, he was severely booed to the point that Jeff Burton on TV 
thought it was because of NASCAR's decision, and Dell Jr. had to say, nah, man, it ain't because of what NASCAR did. It's called Denny Hamlin. Won. Well, you know, he ain't got a championship because he wouldn't drive that way. The mayor of NASCAR. Dell Jr. don't have a championship, and he didn't drive that way either. Nope. I, I have no problem with what Denny did. Denny's not there to make friends. Denny doesn't care if you like him. Denny's there to win races. For his sponsors and his team. Here's the funny thing. Most drivers, if you look throughout the history of NASCAR, when they're young, cocky drivers and fans tend to hate them, by the time they're in their 40s, fans are usually starting to like them. For example, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick are all drivers who, when they were younger, people had a problem with them. As they got older and matured, had kids, grew up, people started liking them. People didn't like DW. Denny Hamlin. The older he gets, the more people dislike him. Why do you think that is? Because he hasn't driven this way in the past, and now he is. He's decided he ain't going to take it no more. He's going to get a championship. I don't think he cares if he wins a championship or not. Oh, I think he does. There's no way it doesn't eat at him, but he says he don't at least. Let's, let me That's the one that. sticker not on his fire suit. Champion? Yep. I think he could very easily his be a champion. His teammate Joey got fired for not being able to win at JGR. Now he's got two. Went to Penske and won two. Yep. Right. Joey, speaking of Joey Logano, last week he get, he screws up, gets in a wreck. Tow truck driver, don't know if he wants a push or a pull. So Joey Logano dog cusses this guy for a minute 30 on the TV or on the video. Yeah, he didn't know his mic was hooked up. He's a prima donna. We I guarantee you there's 37 other drivers that didn't know a microphone was hooked up into that camera either that now know. There is nothing you can say in that car and get away with it. Well, you know, he's We're really lucky Joey held it together somewhat. Don't forget he's Italian from the Northeast. But here's my, I only got one. Well, I have a lot of problems with Joey Legano. Never mind. My newest main problem with Joey Legano. You're pissed off when I picked him for the. I know. I was pissed off that you picked him. But he screws me every time I pick him. And he didn't screw you this no, week. Ross so, yeah, screwed I mean, me, though. I'm Ross screws off. me every time I'm I still pick pissed him. off you picked him. He screws me when I pick him. You pick him, he doesn't screw me or screw you. You get away with it. it kind of pisses me off. But is it, you think anybody's really shocked that Ross is such a, I mean, not Ross, that Joey's such a Same people. Such now, a douchebag. Joey admits he's an asshole on the track, but all right, well, he, two-faced off of it. If I was that, <laughs> like, I think um, Door Bumper Clear said it best. If they would have been that tow truck driver going around turn three, they would have done a loop-de-loop. Swung him around like he was on a tube hanging on behind a Heck boat. yeah. I would have went down in the infield and just like, as Joey's cussing me, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what you're saying. I thought you said turn right. Take him to the wrong garage. Just take him to the campground and drop him off. Yeah, right next to the tent campers. Yeah. With the, the, you know they're all fans. With the Budweiser, Bud Light in their helmet hat. With the tubes going down to their mouths. Just take them and drop them off over by the other. Dress like they're from St. Paul. By those guys that are wearing the Dell Earnhardt number three hats. Yeah. These guys will love Joey Logano. Here, Joey, go meet some of our new friends. The guys that can't count laps, so they hold the number three up for 500 laps. Joey Logano's the idiot going, I think these tow truck drivers, they could easily change all four tires on the embankment and not have to pull us around on four flats. These tow truck drivers, I'm sorry, Joey, I've seen them. They struggle 
walking up the embankment to get debris. Is it? Are you? They required to weigh three hundred pounds to work on the rescue crew. When you're when you're overweight and you can't qualify to be a police officer, that's when you become a NASCAR yes. track official worker. That's pretty fat. That's what I'm saying. I've seen some cops that's like, no way, he's keeping up with a guy on the run. But those track official guys, there's no way they're making it all the way up that steep twenty eight degree bank. They try though, boy. They you do. remember the one one they recently, fall and roll. One recently fell not long ago and it got caught on video of him rolling down the track. It was hilarious. Speaking of rolling down the track, Austin Dillon throws his helmet. I wrote at Ty Dillon, but it, it was actually That'd not been Dillon. awesome if he threw it at Ty. <laughs> it was not Ty Dillon that he threw his helmet at, it was Tyler Reddick. You think Ty's got a future racing after this season? No, God no. Ty, after this season, Ty Dillon is lucky to have a future in team management. He's going to be working the Consta. museum. You don't think he's going to be out on the trailer selling T-shirts? And maybe. He might not even qualify for the museum at RCR anymore. Well, he does have that truck he can show us out of the 200 cars in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just that one <laughs> truck. Where's my truck? Here's my truck. Look, Austin Dillon has to be the only guy who can pull off a move that was made one of the most badass moves in NASCAR history by Tony Stewart throwing a helmet. Austin Dillon's the only one who can pull that move and become the laughing stock of NASCAR. That, that throw looked like my grandma throwing it from a wheelchair, it dude. Looks like it was kind of challenging for him. It, he could have underhanded it and made it look cooler Bold than it. what he did. Bold it. Yeah. Jammed it under the car or something. Jeez. That's Come a $5,000 mistake. He and his daddy are, and grandfather are big hunters. Doesn't he know lead the target apparently not because that look it was pathetic man i think from what i heard all week he caught crap nobody had anything good to say now he did come back and finish what ninth this week so and i mean you know at least you backed it up with something better than a 40th place finish so yeah, it's, it's pretty bad drunk. when you're 40th and there's go, only 36 go cars to, go talk to tony Corey LaJoy dumps Ryan Priest on the last lap, causing a the race to end under caution at Pocono. Ryan Priest is apparently having a really rough year. So he goes up to Corey LaJoy after the race, reaches in his car, has some really not-so-nice things to say to Corey, and immediately NASCAR security. Actually, it wasn't NASCAR security. What do you it think? was Corey LaJoy's team broke it up, pulled Ryan Priest off. What do you think Corey said? Don't hit me face. I thought, you no, know, Corey LaJoy said he saw Ryan Priest they coming, his shield so down. he cut, shut his visor, yeah. No, my problem is the crew pulling Ryan Priest off of Corey. I thought NASCAR said, under no circumstance whatsoever, Corey should have rolled up his window. Can the team guys touch a NASCAR driver? But because it's Corey, they let it go. But I think there should have been some penalties last week for a couple different things, but NASCAR did absolutely nothing. I had a problem with Kyle Larson under caution passing the car and coming up there and hitting um denny hamlin under caution i had an issue with that i mean whatever i mean that's just me but i had a problem with it also announced this last week the cw is picking up nascar start xfinity series starting in 2025 this is kind of interesting because the cw is an over-air network meaning you just get an antenna and you can watch all right so don't forget sometimes crap it does happen and sometimes you need a plumber to fix it 
In that case, we would call Danny Carden Plumbing, the official plumber of the Race Car Spelled Backwards podcast. The guys you call when crap happens. You can download their app for free. free. I got the CW on my smart TV because I like that show, The Flash. Well, there you go. So the CW, you can watch for free. So it was rumored that at one time, I believe, I think we talked about it. They were going to stream it or something. It was going to be streaming only, but now the CW picks them up for five, six years. But it's a billion dollars almost, just short. I hope. Well, that tells you what the cup package is. Actually, I think the cup package will probably be a little over a billion then because it doesn't come with Xfinity Series. Now you're going to have the Well, you know, CW doesn't even have to have the production crew. It's NASCAR. Golly, are you serious? All they do is bring the on-air talent. That's it. Who brings the on-air talent? CW. Okay. But all the cameras and all that stuff, the feed? That's NASCAR. It's NASCAR. They carry the burden. Well, the CW... I just hope they don't phone it in like the truck series does with Fox. Well, the Fox studio in Charlotte's already occupied by Fox. That's what I'm saying. So, so no, we're going to have to rent it. I don't know. They they need to go to the track. I do not think you should be allowed to broadcast any of our races if you can't show up at the race. But it's track. all about the cash, dude. Nobody's going to watch this crap if you keep broadcasting from a studio in a basement at Brian Francis' But house. the beauty of selling the rights to broadcast it is you're collecting the money no matter how good or bad they do. NBC is 100% shoot, 1,000 times better on their coverage for the Cup Series yes. compared to Fox. NBC even did a better job Saturday for the Xfinity race, and the Xfinity race was broadcast from Richmond by the broadcast team. They didn't send them to Road America. So, congratulations. I was wondering how they were going to get back to call the race on Sunday. I didn't realize they weren't at Road America until somebody on Twitter said, look, I think you guys did a great job, but it would have been better if you would have been at the track. I hope this doesn't become a theme. Well, I kind of felt like they weren't there, but I wasn't sure. I I guess I was half paying attention, half not paying attention, because I couldn't tell if they were there or not. It didn't. I mean, you. There were some things they missed. I guess I can think back on, but it wasn't. The Xfinity series is becoming a shit show anyway, in my opinion. Like these guys cannot race without completely destroying crap. It don't matter if they're at Pocono or well, if they're like at they're Road America. Less than the Truck Series. It's getting to be neck and neck. The Truck Series is almost unwatchable with the stupid broadcasting. Well, horse and Kosovar. I like Harson. Harson? Hosen. Hosen Carsevar. Carson Hosevar. I have no I have no idea if I spelled that right. Harson. So congratulations to Carson Hosevar. He won the race. You should the truck you series. tell Fox was down that sucker, man. <laughs> it was horrible. Man, they ought to give it to the CW. I can't wait to hear Carson on DBC though. Which is, I, I don't know if Freddie will be on there. Oh, is Harson going this week? He's supposed to. But I don't know if Freddie's going to be on there now after his dad passed away. So I think it would be better if Freddie was there. But you got, I, I mean, it's his dad. So Sam Mayer won the Xfinity race. Justin Algar led the whole race pretty much. And it turned into a crapshoot at the end, a wreck fest. 
What's up with I'm glad to see Junior Junior Motorsports finally get a win this season though. They are fighting each other. They're kind of driving like Joe Gibbs drivers. Like it's, there it's, is no team. It's horrible, man. Richmond, um Richmond happened. Richmond happened. I saw it. Look, it was so I saw people on Twitter freaking bad that I was recording it. There was, and I caught up because there was no action. There was people on Twitter who were getting mad going, I'm glad that wreck at the end happened because if it wouldn't had all those people going to vote no on Jeff Gluck's poll, but now they got some excitement so they can vote yes. They didn't really cover the carnage at the start-finish line. People call, were saying this is like old-school Richmond racing. Mm. Bro, I've been to old-school Richmond. This ain't old-school Richmond. It used to be my home track, that in Delaware. No. 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 Richmond used to have racing. Cautions, wrecking, action, bumping, beating, banging, you name it, Richmond had it. Richmond didn't get the name being the action track for strategy, okay? Look, I understand this was a strategy race, and it was mildly to we very little entertainment. We needed more beating and banging, dude. More yes, beating and banging. We needed more racing. Instead, what we had was guys on 75-lap fresher tires running their way through the whole field. And guess what? When they ran their way through the whole field, the other guys went and got tires, and then they did the same thing. I don't know if that's strategy or just what the heck happened that day, but look, I know you NASCAR purists out there are going to be like, well, that's, you just want beating and banging. You just want entertainment. You don't want racing. You want entertaining. Well, that's NASCAR's fault. I hate to break it to you, but when NASCAR went to the playoffs and went to the stage breaks, they did that crap for entertainment value. They have made all their fans want entertainment versus this purest crap you're talking of. I, strategy can be a little entertaining, but I like a good mix of strategy and racing. I hate the new car. There you go. Just hate it. I mean, you had, you had Rick Allen yesterday all day calling Richmond the action track. I hate to break it to you, Rick. Rick, the only action going on at Richmond was in the campground the night before. Not during the race. Even the truck series was like drawn out. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what how you fix Richmond. It's a different car. I saw on Twitter that we this need was a short track car. Somebody on Twitter said this is the first time since 2018 that 100% of the cars have started and finished Richmond. Zero DNS. Let's shorten the wheelbase, make the tire skinnier, give them a thousand horsepower. A thousand horsepower and no downforce. 120 seconds of boost. And no downforce whatsoever. Nope. I want to I want to boost to pass. The only caution we had yesterday came with nine laps to go when two guys racing for last place wrecked each other. Yet again, the guys racing in the back bring out a late race caution. I, at this point, with nine laps to go, it doesn't matter if we have a caution or not. It's not gonna fix the racing. It's not going to fix what I thought about the race. The late race caution was very uneventful. Nothing happened there. It just happened, and it just added another five minutes to the race. That's all it did. It was dumb. Noah Gregson punted Daniel Soras. That's all that happened. I think Daniel Soras, look, I think Daniel Soras should be sponsored by Preparation H, the hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think that's all i got out of the whole incident noah wrecked daniel and i walked away thinking that daniel soras should sponsor 
Preparation H for his. Well, Jones. Noah Gregson should be sponsored by Caliber Collision. <laughs> dude, dude wrecks weekly. It's like, what is up with the motorcycle club, dude? Well, then to top that off, you have more idiots behind them wreck at the end of the race coming across the start finish line. Not to be left out, Tyler, I mean, Ty Dillon and then Rick Ware boys all get involved in this wreck. So you had J.J. Yaley, I think I wrote Cole Custer, but I believe it was Ryan Newman, if I'm not mistaken, was in that car, right? We can look on our finishing order. You mean short track Newman? Yeah. Ryan Newman, J.J. Yaley, A.J. Allmendinger, Austin Cedric, and Ty the Bowling Ball Dillon. All involved on the last lap, come across the finish line crash. Why are you going to wreck it at the end? Save that car for Martinsville so we can have no excitement there. Exactly. AJ, speaking of, Phoenix. Shoot. Speaking of A.J. Allmendinger, he skipped practice Tater. and qualifying at Richmond to go finish ninth at Road America. The Tater Eliminator. He thought he would be able to go get a win at Road America, but he thought wrong, and he got a loss instead. He's got to be kind of down on his luck. I think this NASCAR a, thing ain't working out for him. That's a stupid move, if you ask me. I think if you're in the running for a championship, he's you an Xfinity guy. Race for the championship. Yeah. Um, Ford showed up yesterday. You can say that for, at least for a bit. I mean, they won. They did. It was nice to see. Um, hey, when's when's uh, Roush and Keselowski back in the victory when's, line? Bad Brad Kozlowski going to get a win. He had it wrapped up yesterday until he made a mistake. But Christopher. Christopher's Chris got Busher, two wins since he bought in. Hey, I'm I'm all for it, man. I like Chris Busher. I think he's, I like Brad. I think he's a cool guy. I really like Brad. The older Brad gets, the more I like Brad. So I'm good with it. I but like the bad Brad. But. I really wanted Brad to win yesterday. I'll be honest. I was pulling really hard for Brad. But I'll, I'll take it. I'm good with Chris Busher winning. But I don't think. They're necessarily the top leader in the Ford pack right now. I don't know. They're... Who is? Can you still say? I still think Penske is because Penske yeah, runs better. I can see Penske. Joey and Blaney run better, but their issues come from their pit crews. Well, where... the number two car ain't running too well. Well, he don't count. He's Daddy's, He's daddy's, pres daddy's president and lets him race one of their cars is all that is. But, no, he doesn't. They have issues, but it's usually pit road issues where Stuart Haas just seems to be struggling across the board. Kevin overdrives the car and gets a little bit better finish sometimes. But All right, here's the question of the week. This will be the question every week we ask until he wins a race. Does Chase Elliott make the playoffs, Jamie, after Pocono and Richmond? No. You don't think he makes it with a win or on points? He's, He's got to win. He's currently 20th in points, 40 points behind 16th. He's in 20th place behind Ty Gibbs, A.J. Allmendinger, sore ass. He looks dejected in his eyes when he's interviewed after a race. He ain't got it this year. He's not mentally fit to win. I like the guy. I'm a homer, but he ain't got it this year. Even if he makes it at this point, what do you expect? Bounced out of the 16th. What are you expecting out of him? Bounced out of the sweet six. Although he is the most consistent. I mean, it's like he's consistently bad. He's got to win. I don't think he points his way in. I think he has to win his way in. Maybe he'll grow a, a attitude and let it 
come out in the microphones when they shove it in his pie holes. No. I don't see that. He needs to. He needs to get angry. He needs to spit the truth like a pastor on Sunday. Good luck with that. Speak the truth, Elliot. When you wreck a guy, said, you know what? He pissed me off. I wrecked him. Elliot ain't like that. Elliot's more of a shy guy. Stay going. Has no personality whatsoever. Something wrong with my steering wheel. I don't know what happened. We got Michigan left. It's a two mile track. I think Hendricks is going to show up this weekend. I think they're going to make sure Chase has the best car out of the camp. So it comes down to Chase's driving. Then you got the Indy Road Course, where I think Shane Van Winkler is going to win. Then you got Watkins Glen Road Course, where Chase Elliott very he's well could good win. There. And then you got Daytona, where I think Michael McDowell is going to win. I don't know. He's a super speeder. Oh, Chase can win. Chase can win at every one of those I tracks. I don't feel I just that named. he has it this year. I He needs to regroup at the end of the – even if he wins one race, he needs to go see a sports psychologist and get the killer instinct back. I just think because he missed those races, it's just his mind is just not where it needs to be. His mindset's not in it. That's all. He's given up – he had the killer instinct behind the wheel. He never had it on the microphone, but he don't have it behind the wheel this year. I agree. He's mailing it in. Sorry, Chase. Love you, but you're mailing it in. I, that's kind of what I think. I think because he missed those races, he's just phoning it in. He's not – He's unfortunately, I don't think he's trying. No, I don't think so either. All right. Well, the Jeff Gluck poll, was Richmond a good I race? buy all my parts at Napa. Do you? They never have his hat in stock. They sell his hat at the store? No, I've never seen it. I asked for it every time. I've never seen it for sale at the store. I think you got to go to Chase Elliott's website to buy it so he can make Why sure won't he they gets all sell the it? Give him a, a taste of the profits. I don't think so. They're I sponsoring him. Yeah, they're sponsoring him. Therefore, Chase isn't going to sell his likeness in the store for zero profit. I just I don't see that Just happening. put Napa Racing on the hat. I don't see that. Number happen. nine. Yeah, but that's part all. of I. I assume Chase and the number nine off the hat. Part of my money buying my parts from Napa must go to sponsor him. Good race, yes or no, Jamie? That was no race. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I, it was a traffic the jam. Stra- the strategy strategy was mildly entertaining. Oh, let's call it strategy. Strategy. I will say, watching Hosevar run through the field and beat Majesty to win, Ty Majesty to win. Well, Ty had it too. Yeah, I was like, what? I give in that God's one, name. I give that one too. Hosevar. That was actually entertaining to watch. But yesterday, watching everybody cycle through the field was not entertaining. It, I mean, mildly. I'll say that. There is a slight tinge of mildness. But as far as on the Jeff Gluck poll goes, I voted no. Jamie would have voted no if he used X, but he doesn't use X I anymore. use X. I hate X. I like condoms. I'm from show. Gen X, and I don't like X. It still calls it a tweet. Have you noticed that? Based on the new result, new stats res- released, 1984 is the first year of millennials, so I am a millennial now. Okay, well, they keep changing it. I was a Gen X. I've been a millennial. I've been nothing. I've been in between the two. There was, there was a couple-year period where there was like three years where we were nothing. So, Well, at least you're not a boomer. I, I kind of identify with X. And if you're a boomer and you listen to us, I'm not making fun of you. Keep listening. All right, Jamie. Michigan, coming up. If we were going to Detroit, where would we not want to stay at? Pretty much the whole state. 
Actually, they say the camping and the lakes nearby, this track is really nice. The Irish Hills. Heck yeah. Give us some reviews. There All right, let's go, let's, let's go. Let's go. I got a really good one here. Brad found this one. Samantha did it out of Grand Ledge. We're starting with it. Grand Ledge. Grand Ledge. Yep, she gave it one out of five. One out of five. And guys, we're not telling you the brand of these hotels. That's a favor to you. And us. Because you need to read these reviews before you set up a reservation. Or you will well, be I mean, also disappointed. Our legal team has advised us. Yeah, our pro bono lawyer who charges zero. Has advised us not to mention the name. So. He says he's not pro bono if we get sued. Exactly. So, <laughs> But he also listens every week, and so far, so good. I said we slipped one week. We named the hotels. Yeah, but I mean, even with the name, most likely we're fine. Well, with that brand, they probably don't have the money to sue us. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that particular week, they weren't even franchise or chain hotels. That was like Bubba's Inn and... When you got zero dollars? Daryl's Roadside Crack Shack. What do you win when you got zero dollars to start with? Nothing. Negative? Nothing. You get a bag. Yeah, you got a bill to your lawyer. You get a free bag of Terry Lynn's Nuts. That's all you get. Lynn's Nuts, dude. Yeah, they're gourmet. <laughs> all right, Samantha, where'd she stay? What'd she say? Well, not where she, she stayed. stay in a hotel. What'd she say? She said, my recent stay at the motel was nothing short of a nightmare. Nothing. From the moment I stepped into the lobby, the staff's rudeness was evident. Well, Their lack it. of hospitality and dismissive attitudes made me question my decision to stay there. That's what made you question Maybe you your should decision? have questioned your existence, Samantha. Maybe you should have read. What the hell is that beeping noise, sunshine? To make there's someone texting me. I don't know how it's going through. It must you be a child on. or a parent. I thought I went to airplane mode. I thought you went to silent. To make matters worse, the room I was assigned to was nothing short of a disaster. It was moldy and damp, emitting a pungent. Man, dang it. There's too many syllables in this word. Pungent, pungent. odor that made That's it difficult to breathe. Jackass. I was going to say pungent. <laughs> pungent. Had that pungent on the wall. I had to hold my breath just to spend a few minutes inside. The lack of cleanliness was appalling, and I shudder to think about the potential <laughs> health hazards. She well, might, what she is, she, an English teacher. is she bouncing around naked, dragging her butt on the floor like a dog that's constipated? Well, that's a health hazard. The bathroom was an adventure of its own. <laughs> well, it always is. It's not supposed to be six flags. It's just... <laughs> It's just a bowl, you get a tub, toilet. and a sink. Honey, squirt a little more of that shampoo there on the edge. Flush it again. I'm going to slide in. Flush it again. Slide right in. It's like a water slide. Watch me. The bathroom was a venture of its own. I'll spare you the gory details, but let's just say I felt like I needed a biohazard suit just to enter. And the amenities they boasted about online are non-existent unless you count the single lonely itty bitty bar of soap that looked like it had been used by a thousand other unfortunate souls. I hate I hate when that happens. I get so pissed off. I want to unwrap been, the soap. When there's pubic hair already on the soap, it it really does make me mad. I want to unwrap the soap. <laughs> soap on a rope. Have you noticed Marriott's gone to those pump things they put up on the wall? Yeah, I don't trust those either. Because, like, what if the cleaning dude doesn't like you and dude's in there or something? I bring my own. 
I do too. I bring my own bar of soap. I ain't got no hair, man. I'm bald. I don't like that shampoo. I just grab a bar of Dove soap and I'm good to go. If that wasn't bad enough, I it couldn't wasn't. help but notice the unsettling presence of clowns <laughs> around the premise. Now that's 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 an instant no. I hate clowns. <laughs> what are they clowning around in the parking lot? I'm not sure what management was thinking. <laughs> well, they you. they sold out the rooms to a clown convention. <laughs> There's no way I'd stay. I don't in this like hotel. clowns, man. My parents I hate clowns. Me to They're the evil. Barn and Bailey Circus when I was a kid. I think I cried the whole way through until they took me home early. I hate clowns, man. They're but it was evil. it certainly did not create a welcoming environment. The eerie feeling it brought me <laughs> made me uneasy throughout my stay. Were they constantly out in the parking lot? <laughs> she doesn't really go into detail Isn't about the clowns. Three ring circus. She says they were present present on the premises. More more over, there was a distinct smell of methamphetamine. <laughs> How do you know what it smells like? I don't know. I don't know what it smells like. It smells like methamphetamine out here. Does it smell like the Quick, get the clowns. We have methamphetamine gases out here. I mean, we joke about it all the time, but I don't think if you did a taste test or a sniff test, I could tell you, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely methamphetamines. I mean, I've heard people say they weren't doing cocaine. They were just smelling it. Is it? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was using my nose to distinguish whether that was pure <laughs> cocaine or not. I wasn't sure if it was cocaine or Hey, hand me that straw. It could be sweet and low. We better check it out. Remember those 80s yeah, movies? Yeah, that's sugar. They, like, used a chrome straw or gold straw. So I say... Because they were rich cocaine heads. One of the dumbest things I ever did. We were, like... Cocaine? Fourth, third or fourth, fourth grade. grade. You were snorting cocaine? We snorted a pixie stick. Oh, you want to talk about a brain freeze? Oh, my God. Straight up sugar with food this color. Dog. Me and a buddy of mine split a pixie stick in half and just turned them up in our nose, snorting like crazy to see what it would do. And it hurt so bad. Did you tell your mom you snorted a pixie stick? I probably had to because my snot was like <laughs> green that day when I got home, like blue and red. Were you swimming in that pond, boy? I told you not to swim in that pond. It got some kind of weird green crap in I there. I told you be careful eating all that potted meat, Brad. It's going to mess you up one day. Turn your snot off. I hope blue. you didn't swallow none of that stuff. You're going to you? be pissing and pooping green. You're getting a booster. For a week. Time for a booster. So she had methamphetamine in the air. Well, additionally. I can see it. It was evident that something shady was happening on the property. Oh, no. Additionally, I witnessed what seemed to like oh, a no. possible prostitution tra transaction. Were the clowns involved? What seemed like a possible prostitution transaction. But it was taking place, which <laughs> only added to the unsafe and unsavory atmosphere. I want to know what the clowns were doing with these hookers. <laughs> what does it say? The clowns hookers, were... clowns, and blood. Are they clown hook? Dude, we've literally had hookers, clowns, and blow in this one review. To top it off, it appears that this motel attracts unwanted attention. Well, probably. <laughs> Dude, you got clowns running around. You got hookers and blow. It was... Uh, <laughs> the mere thought of this is enough to make any sensible traveler run for the hills. Well, yep. Irish Hills, you could run there and watch a race. Amen. I cannot stress enough how important it is to steer clear of this motel. The rude staff, creepy clowns... <laughs> Revolting moldy rooms and disturbing smells make it an experience. That smell of methamphetamine creeping down the hallway. I would not want to wish upon anyone. 
choose safety and comfort over cheap rates and find a better place to stay. Yeah. Every time. Agreed. Every time you should choose comfort over safety. Yeah. Or was it the other way around? It's amazing what an extra 20 bucks will get you in a hotel room. Choose safety and comfort over cheap rates. Oh, dude. It, literally, you pay $50 more than whatever that hotel was, I guarantee you, you're out of help. You're going from you're talking a hundred two point five to a almost a four, four point two. Fifty bucks is that not worth holiday? Not having in. the smell of methamphetamine hit you in the face you when know, you get off the elevator. You could do that hotel we stayed at in Oklahoma one bad. You could do a the only Wyndham chain that's decent. Laquita, Laquita, that's it, right? Uh huh. That was a nice. They one, were man. very helpful. I mean, we were only there for like three hours. We checked in at like 2 a.m. and left at 4. Yep. Maybe not 4, but that's when we Six. saw... Um, we went to that place that was supposed to be... and went and talked to us. Yeah, at the restaurant. Right. Hello! Then we went to the McDonald's and they Hello. threw coffee at you. <laughs> that was like... That should have been the they worst They didn't like us in that town. Laquinta Dude, we was started that day in Oklahoma and ended it in Georgia. That's insane. Laquinta was our high point. Yes. For our time in Oklahoma. We literally stayed in La Quinta the, just that morning. I do think we checked in at like one or two in the morning. Was it Oklahoma City or Tulsa? I don't remember. It was outside. It was before you get to Oklahoma City. And then. West of it. Yes. West of Oklahoma City. And we had been driving since Kingsman, Arizona. So we had a full day. I mean, dude, we did some driving. But we became Cannonball Run champions while we were doing that driving. What would you call our return home? It only took an extra day. Hell. The Dixie champion? Dixie run champions? I don't know. It's the Prius champions, I guess. The Cannonball backwards champions. I'm going to call it the... Maybe a ball pit champion. Let's call it the Burt Reynolds championship because he actually filmed the Cannonball run in Georgia and that was our final destination. It was also our starting point. It was also eastbound and down. It was the Burt Reynolds. We loaded up and truck cannonball them. run. We did what they say can't be done. We did. We had a long way to go. We did. And a short time to get there. We were eastbound and down. You should have just seen old Bandit run. We did not live it up at the Hotel California, though. Put your foot down on the pedal. Yep. We never minded those brakes. <laughs> Keep right. on trucking. Yeah, we got some other ones here. Debbie. Debbie. It might be related to Samantha. Probably. She stayed in Lansing. Debbie Sam Samantha's sister. Which is like an hour north of the Irish Hills. All right. She stayed there for two days because she says that. I stayed here for two days. Nice. One out of five, she gave it. The first... it that's not one fifth then. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> That'd she be a fifth of vodka. She, she brought a fifth, a fifth of vodka. She gave this one a fifth. You of needed vodka. some vodka on this. That's a good one. That's a guy that was she she got I think this is too TMI. She gives us too much information. Oh, which, that's this lady. Yeah. I stayed here for two days, and the first evening, someone walked into my room while I was laying in bed naked. What a dumb. Why do you lay there naked in a hotel with your room unlocked? Well, it gets worse for her. She didn't check for bed bugs. <laughs> As I got out of the bed, my immediate reaction was to say, someone is in here. Wrong room. Why didn't she end it with an exclamation point so we could go, someone's in here. Wrong room. But she didn't. See the comma. He was just getting pictures of the room for. And by the time I got to the hallway, the person was gone. I noticed I had welts all over my body. Was she naked then too? Oh yeah, she doesn't say she got dressed. So she's still, for the remainder of this 
Reading, unless she states that she got redressed, we're referring to her as naked. Look, she could not even entice her husband to get in the bed with her naked. My husband said he was not getting in the bed. Mm -hmm. And she's still naked. I immediately went downstairs, probably naked. Still naked. Like I said, she, she hasn't isn't. said I put on my clothes or bathrobe. So we're assuming she's still oh. naked. She went to the front. She desk. reported this. As I assume they accidentally issued a duplicate key to someone, and this made me feel entirely uncomfortable. I was told to wait for the manager who could assist with the issue. After waiting 10 minutes in the lobby, a woman, who I assume was the manager, walked right past me and said absolutely nothing. I called after her asking if she was a manager, and her response was yes. I explained my situation to which she was well aware of and provided a half-assed apology, stating that it was just the cleaning staff that had come. Well, at least it was a half-assed apology. You know, you could have got no ass. Well, you know, that's, no apology that can whatsoever. happen to you. That's why you hang the do not disturb or try later. Or you just lay there naked and wait on somebody to walk in and catch you because that's what you're into. I think that's what Debbie is forgetting to tell us is she's well, into Debbie, being caught. Well, Debbie, actually. She's down here in the lobby as far as we know. She does naked. make sense here, though. I told her I didn't believe her since the room was trash and I cleaned it after we checked in. Okay, well, that makes sense. Oh, that sense. makes sense. Was she naked while she was cleaning it? Probably. Debbie, she, put some dang clothes on. Nobody wants to see all that. Nobody she, wants to see your giblets, Debbie. Put them up. She st well, she's got, also has bug bites. Extra nipples. Nobody wants to see your giblets. Your, and your 30 nipples. nipples. Your 32 extra nipples. She stated that they knocked, heard no answer, and entered, but promptly exited once they realized that someone was occupying the room. Well, I mean, well she did say, hey, occupied. Yeah, and they saw her naked, so they're like, oh, we got to go. She's naked. She had two issues with this, though. She two. says this. Of course she did. First, there was no knock. There's no making Debbie I was happen. awake reading a book naked. <laughs> She's really proud about being naked. Obviously. Huh. Do you know I shower naked? Yeah. Well, most people do. If I use the bathtub, I do it naked. Most people do. But do you go down to the front desk after you get out of the shower naked and complain? No. Like, hey, I'm telling y'all, I got in that shower and the water made my wiener smaller. I am mad. I want my money back. Now, to to just be honest here. You would want to be standing there naked when I was about, that conversation. When I was about 13. Had me a little surfboard, and I was at the beach surfing. Naked? I, I, I was had clothing on. But I had purchased a surf suit. A wetsuit? No, just a bathing suit. That was too large for me. Now I cinched it up with a rope up front. <laughs> but uh, I wiped what out. Kind, what kind of rope? Are we talking like... You know, the string where you cinch it up. It's it's sewed It into, comes with it. Yeah, it's sewed into the waist. Okay. I'm just picturing you get some of your daddy's rope off the back of the tractor. I had a bad wipeout and hit some undertow. And it, it, it actually ripped my bathing suit, my, my surf shorts, off. <laughs> I was naked in the water. What'd you do? Well, my dad just kept yelling at me saying... He, he was yelling from the condo balcony. Dinner time! Get in here. What are you doing? And I, I stayed there. I can't until do it, he, Daddy. he walked out in his flip-flops, took him off, walked out in the water, and I said, my bathing suit's gone. You never found it? No. And you know what he did to embarrass me? Did you walk back with it? He just went to my stuff and got a towel. <laughs> well, at least he got you a towel. It didn't make you walk back bare-ass all the way to the room. 
But you have to hold that towel because waves are breaking on. You have to come out and show your wiener to people just to wrap the towel around. Luckily, it was evening. You, uh, you had no time, no problem showing your wiener. I had no wiener. wiener either. You didn't have no problem showing your wiener to everybody now at the whitewater rafting trip when I you was changed just... your pants by the door of the car. Well, by the time I hit my older age when we were whitewater, I decided it's what I got. I ain't going to be ashamed. I mean, everybody. At thirteen, walking, I was like everybody walking by got a show. They well, you know, I didn't hide it, but that was when we worked for Terry Lynn's nuts, crunchy right. and gourmet. spicy and gourmet. Sugary. You can't go wrong with fresh Terry Lynn's nuts. Terry, well, that's TerryLynn's dot com if you're wondering. Quality nuts, there, folks. Where are we going next? Well, she's got second. Oh, oh second house cleaning had clearly never serviced a room. Well, we already know that because she when said I she left had earlier that day, I don't know if she was if she oh, was she dressed or not. So why on earth would they come back? The whole thing sounded completely off. The manager was anything but empathetic. 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 To the situation it. and offered no way to make this right. Duh. He got his pictures of her naked. He ain't trying to see her again. He's already posted it on Wiki. Well, we said, I said he, I added that accidentally because it said it was a woman further up. All the whole hotels in the area were booked as there was an event happening. It's probably that clown convention. <laughs> probably the clown convention. Yeah, that weekend. Or wink, wink. What, what? Oh, yeah. I had to email this to Brad last night and said, hey, what is, she said, wink, wink, upside down pineapples and pink flamingos with these bed bug bites. I'll be left alone. Yeah. So I didn't know what pink flamingos meant. Yeah, and if you watch this show, you learned what upside down pineapples mean too. You had to Google that too. It's a swingers thing. So if you, you ever, got pink flamingos at the campground, you're a swinger, pretty much. Or if you, you have an upside down pineapple, at but your I wouldn't know that because we're not swingers. But we, what if you accidentally had a pineapple, like a real one, right, in a bucket of champagne at your campground? Yeah, and you like flamingos you posted that in the ground too you ate pretty much the whole pineapple but you flipped it over and you threw it in your champagne bucket and they saw that you had a pink flamingo and an upside down pineapple and they're they're gonna come over banging on that door i don't think that's happening man i think like i didn't know there's this many swingers in the world i think i thought that was something i read when i was 13 reading penthouse letters when you were naked on your surfboard fake. yeah when i was naked on my surfboard <laughs> no i don't think um I don't think that there's nobody who's ever mistakenly had an upside down pineapple and a pink flamingo at their RV. Had two two old ladies and a dude walk in and go, let's swing. Well, I had a pineapple planter I mean, in front of my house like, once. That's like Southwest Virginia crap right there, man. Let's swing. Come on. Swingers. Get down, get down, get down. You know, my wife and I, we were first married. We We... You didn't try swinging. No, no, no. Okay. We didn't try it, but we went out but with another couple. There should never couple. be a butt there. We went out with another couple, and they there were some weird hints. We didn't hang out with them anymore. Not we like were talking in the car ride back home going, Gee, what What was that? Well, this next one's one-fifth pimp and hooker, too. Yes, one-fifth of, <laughs> of, uh, of whiskey. So would that be two-fifths, then, if it's a pimp and a hooker? I would think so. I would too. You got a quarter at that point. They stayed in Madison Heights, Michigan. 
I just hope the city of Madison Heights doesn't decide to sue us now for reading this. Well, this is there. I mean, won't they have to sue this hotel we're not naming? Exactly. So anyway, we got into our room and it smelled <laughs> of smoke and sperm and female vaginal mucus. How does it smell like smoke and sperm, dude? <laughs> and female mucus. No, it's vaginal a mucus. I don't know. Sperm. I don't know. It's, what does sperm? I've never stuck my nose in it to get a whiff. I've um, never, ever, ever in my life walked wow. in a room and go, smell that sperm in here. It they smells do. like sperm. That's why they review this anonymous man. Yeah. This is a one fifth. It's one. You take one fifth sperm and one fifth vaginal mucus and one fifth smoke, shake it all up. <laughs> Dude. You got pimps and hookers. This is good. He also pulled back the bed spray and black bug was scattering, dragging a used <laughs> condom. The hookers. There's your sperm smell. <laughs> yeah. The hookers had meth acid swords the size of golf golf balls on their face. That's really disgusting. No teeth in their head. None. Do you have extra teeth in a or is that in the side? Like other than your mouth. She got bit when she had a. <laughs> I was she not was smoking a crack. I was not here for that nonsense. No, I, I didn't stay here for that. For but if hookers. that's your thing, this place is for you. Just saying. If you want your Johnson crawling up your stomach and asking for the all clear, <laughs> this is the place. My wife's vagina jumped out and called an Uber <laughs> and went home. She didn't want on that sperm. Wow. She didn't want that sperm crawling off the floor up her leg. Say and that's fun. That is funny. You need that cooter shooter to keep that sperm off the your leg. The uterus just went out and hitched a ride home. It was so nasty, my dick jumped off and left. <laughs> I said, get back here, Wiener. Come out, come out. I called a cab to take us to Detroit, and he couldn't not believe we were staying there. I now see why. When we got back to the parking lot, it was filled with hookers, drug dealers, and pimps. That's the smoke smell. I was, All the smells come That's from why there. it smelled like mucus and sperm. 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 I was asked what I wanted, and they gave me a list of things I could purchase, and none were legal. <laughs> I went and bought a blanket to lay on top of the covers, and we heard mice in the walls and other things getting into our food. Why would you leave Why, your food I out? I wouldn't have even brought food. No, I wouldn't even park there. I'd have parked down the street. That's an eat at McDonald's situation. Uh, yes, at, inside. You're better off eating in the bathroom stall <laughs> at a rest area than this place. If you ever walk in a room and say it smells like sperm. <laughs> and female mucus. You might be in a bad area of town. Yeah. It's like you might be a redneck, except worse. We could hear all kinds of conversations in the parking lot. The room next to us must have been the I'll be nice and make love room. Because you know, you knew everything they were doing. I heard a woman scream, hey, you can't put it in there without a warning and some lube. That will be an extra 20. Well, there's your sperm smell. Ooh, they're adding doo-doo to it as well. <laughs> The pool, I would not like let my dog swim in. I smell like doo-doo sperm. Or my worst enemy. It was disgusting. Things that went on in the parking lot. You sperm sure in don't that pool. want your children to see that or hear it. The red roof across the street is 100% better. The motel is a joke. It should be torn down. Dude, we stayed in a red roof, and it was fairly nice. It was sketchy, though. It was eh, clean. We slept there for like 13 hours, though. So. It was clean. It could have been. This hotel, we probably would have slept in it at that point. Yeah, by the time we woke up, 
Yeah. If there was meth hookers, it would have mattered. And sperm. black bugs dragging condoms, they like, were gone. Jamie, you smell that? Smells like sperm in this room. <laughs> Dude, I cannot get. I <laughs> never see? in my life. He's a porn star, I think. Man, it smelled like sperm in there. Never. Ever. Have I used sperm to describe the smell of something? That's a sticker. <laughs> we gotta Smells make like a sperm. sticker. Smells like sperm. Ooh. All right. So we are going to race in Michigan next week at two thirty on USA or I like MRN. Michigan. Michigan is a two-mile oval track. The last race there, the top ten and their three-race average finishes. We'll start with the winner of last year's race, Kevin Harvick, with an average finish of 5.3. Bubba Wallace, average finish of 14. Denny Hamlin, average finish of 3.3. Joey Logano, average finish 14. Ryan Bellaney, average finish 14.7. Martin Truex Jr. has an average finish of 6.3. Kyle Larson's average finish is 5.0. Eric Jones, average finish of 17.7. Motorcycle clogs dumb for the year. He Man, even, have a even, a even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Alex Bowman, average finish of 20.3. Ty Gibbs has only raced there once other than what's coming up this weekend, so he has an average finish of 10th, as he finished 10th there last year. Chase Elliott, average finish 9.3. William Byron's average finish is 8.7. Who you going to pick, Brad? What's her total? Overall score, Jamie is now killing me with a score of 906 to me at 960. Remember, the lower score wins last week at Richmond. I had Bush, Byron, and Elliott for a total of 35 points, and Jamie had Hamlin, Chastain, and Logano for a total of 30 points. Jamie, you are beating me overall and last week. Therefore, I get to pick first this week. Mm. All right, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. Mm. Out of one through ten, he's uh, he's actually doing quite well lately. My pick from eleventh to twentieth is going to be. There's some good picks in there. I can't. I'm gonna go Chase Elliott. Dude's got to win, right? I don't think he's gonna win. I don't think his heart's in it this this year. What about your bottom feeders? 21 to 36. Uh, let's see. Ty Dillon's available. Corey LaJoy's available. Harrison Burton. Justin Haley. Haley's going to Rick Ware Racing, so he'll be able to finish one spot better soon. Uh, Noah Gregson's available. Austin Hendrick. You Kyle got Chastain. Lee. Yeah, you got Chastain. McDowell. You got Chastain last week. You I'll got go with, I'll go with Byron. Well, Byron's a good pick. I think he's going to win a championship this year if it ain't Denny. He hasn't been good the last two weeks. Yeah, well, you know he's got some, he's got some girl problems. Oh, okay. But you know he's dating, don't you? No, I don't. You don't? No, William. He's a girlfriend. Ryan Blaney. William Byron's dating Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney's. I did not him. know they were gay. They've been. They've been, They were gay. <laughs> you said he's dating Ryan Blaney. No, his sister. Oh. No, they're in. They didn't. I mean. They ain't come out. It wasn't going to shock me. Yeah, he's dating Aaron Blaney. Uh-huh. I did know that. I didn't. For years now. I didn't remember it until you said it, but now I remember it. At first, for, for years? At first, dude, you gave me a, a scare because I've met William. I met his mom. I've met his dad. They're nice folks. He seems like a nice guy. Seems like a nice. He seems he's like, attending he's Liberty University. But he's a kid. I was so bored, I listened to the people calling the race. 
I don't know what year he's Look, in. Did you hear when they're calling the race? They congratulate or on the last lap. Rick Allen's like leading the last lap is Chris Busher at 30 years old from Prospect, Texas. Population 30,000. How the hell is that relevant? You know, I heard that. Who like, cares why? what the population is of the town why? this dude was born in? Who cares? Can you not come up with something more interesting to say, Rick? He's only won like three races in his career. We haven't run out of cool things to say about Chris Busher. Hey, my co-host is Brad. He is from Stockbridge with a population of 32,416. The only way, now, uh, only way that would even be remotely funny. Is if it was like population 30. I'm from Forsyth, Georgia, with a population of 4,312. All right, who are you picking, Jamie? All right, I'm, my number one pick. Chris Buescher. Nope. <laughs> nope. Joey Logano. I'm going with a different Ford. Kevin desperately wants to win. He's going to wreck some people out. Kevin Desperate Harvick. Yep. Then my mid-pack here. Kyle's, Kyle's about full of this crap. He ain't taking it no more. I'm going with Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Oh, Kyle. Named after Kyle Petty. <laughs> his buddy Rue. He was his daddy. Hey, buddy Rue. Hey, Dad. Dad am I, Ben Ginsberger. We got we got to say that in two weeks. He's, he's going to win again. I know. The last ten. Oh, I'm going to. I wrote oh, Kyle Petty down. I'm going to give you a ten. chance. I'm going to consider this a super speedway, and I'm going Michael McDowell. I knew you was going to bear with him. Watch That's all Fords, isn't it? No, Kyle. I got one Chevy. No Toyotas. Did you go to buildwithsubmarine.com for Brad Kozlowski? Can you really build one? They got kits? I have not gone. Is that really there? Yeah, it's the last two races. It's buildwithsubmarine.com to sponsor. Or is no that a way. sandwich shop? No way. Is it Jimmy John's? Is this the same sub that just imploded? I don't this know. is bad timing on your sponsorship picks. If the tit the Titan sub implodes going to visit the Titanic in the that next exploded. week, Brad Kaslowski no, is... That exploded for stupidity. Well, if you're building your own submarine at home, does well, that... Well, that's what they kind of did. It's one thing to build a foamy camper to go camping in, but to build a submarine to go down into the water is stupid. Do you think you could get a glass-lined water heater and make that your submarine? That's stupid. Put a motor on it? That's like going but over we don't Niagara even know. Falls in a wooden barrel. You're jumping down their ass. We don't even know what buildasubmarine.com is. Either way, it's stupid. Maybe it's well, for the Navy. You, it's a build-a-submarine Ford, too. You what know, if it's, Fords can barely run on the streets, much less in the water. What if it's for Jersey Mike submarines? No, it would be build-a-sub, not a... It says sub... Oh, is it the Marines? Like a sub version of the Marines? Could be. Build a sub version of the Marines. It could be, uh, you know, Frogman frog getting dry while they go and attack... No, this is build-a-submarines.com. Sub, build you're Maybe gonna, they build submarines, and we don't know who the company is. And you go over Niagara All Falls. Right, well, there's our assignment for this coming week is find out. Hey, I learned what PCP is. Yeah, what is it, man? I watched that. So we've talked about PCP and Angel Dust and all that other stuff on the show. Pretty cute person. It is a pretty cute person. But actually, according to Stuff You Should Know, it's not really that bad. I mean, it's not good for you. <laughs> it's a So it is a disassociate 
translucent, not translucent. What's the stuff that makes you fall asleep? Tranquilizer. So it is a disassociate tranquilizer. It's supposed to knock you out. And it, as a disassociated... So they you, give you this stuff at the hospital when you need to be knocked out? Not anymore. Okay. So did you know the reason we have tasers or non-lethal for, forces used by the police, the reason yeah, we have those options is because of PCP giving people superhuman strength. See, I strength. saw the after-school special with Helen Hunt in it. it. That is completely she got on false. It, and she jumped out of her drug addiction counseling building and died this is it's completely completely false it does not give you superhuman strength what it does is it disassociates you so you can be getting pain but not feel it because you're disassociated from that pain so you don't know you're in pain it's not superhuman strength necessarily it just really makes you an idiot did you know that they... Most drugs make you an idiot. Somebody, while filming the Titanic, laced the chowder with PCP. Yeah, I remember that. That's a very, that is a 100% true story. They all started tripping on the ship. It is a... Now, the old lady, she did not eat the chowder. She was actually out at lunch that day, but James Cameron did. I think it's hilarious. That's how he changed the ending of that movie. I didn't know... I got a rewrite. I've heard that. I didn't know it was a true story, but apparently it is a true story. So, PCP... Is a it's made apparently by the Bloods and the Crips in California. So something you can make in your house, like a submarine. Yes, you can get it at makeyourownpcp.com. <laughs> I'm just kidding. When With lens nuts. When you get done quality building, nuts. When you get done eating your gourmet nuts from Terry Lynn's nuts, you can build a submarine, or you can find your local Bloods and Crips gang and ask them to get you some PCP because literally it says. 90-something percent of PCP in America is made by the Bloods and the Crips. And you know, Connecticut has the two cities who have the highest use of PCP, which overall in America, PCP is I wonder like why it's so attractive in Connecticut. Because some dude up there has got a connection with the Bloods and the Crips in L.A. and they're melon and PCP and they can't get anything else up there. So everybody's hopped up on PCP disassociated, running around it like a bunch of zombies. so 1970s to me. Early 80s. I've never known anybody do PCP. Well, we didn't even know what it was. So. Apparently, Angel Dust is not another name for PCP. How come either? they never, on the TV show Miami Vice, they never brought PCP in from Columbia? Apparently, it was a rave drug, like ketamine. Like Steve-O, remember Steve-O did all that ketamine? I think he's still doing it. Wasn't he missing for a while? No, Steve-O's clean now. Now he's like, oh, jacked up bodybuilder. Eh, you notice those addicted people go that to one dude, else? That one dude we used to work with, he did a lot of ketamine. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I think the ketamine might have made me stupid, man. When we worked at Lynn's Nuts. No. Hey, no. Dude, was a great, dude was a great guy, though. Oh, no. He's, <laughs> he was just shot out on ketamine back in the day. That was like 30 years ago, folks. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not we still know him. Great guy. Yeah. He's, he's not on the stuff now. All right. Well, that's all I got this week. Jamie, how about you? Uh, that's it. All right. Well. Let's go racing. Let's go racing, boys. Because <laughs> we let's rock and roll. Let's do more than we did at Richmond. Well, thanks everyone who listens, watches the show, shares the videos, and our links on social media. Tells your friends about it. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter or on X. We're at Car Backwards. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe and check out all our videos there. Check us out on Spotify. Make sure to follow and to rate us on Spotify. Subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you leave us a review like Brandon did. 
You can always send us a DM or email us any questions you might have to racecarbackwardspod at gmail.com. We'll do our best to answer it on the show. Make sure you check out our merch store and our website, racecarbackwards.com or racecarbackwards.threadless.com. Be on the lookout for It Smells Like Sperm stickers. <laughs> it's coming soon. But they won't be scratching stiffs. No, no. definitely not no. scratching stiffs. So. Other than that, y'all have a great week, and we will see you next week for Episode 71. Have a great one, y'all. Bye. Remember, if you break down on 75, don't treat your tow truck driver like Joey Logano. Yes. Don't might dog cuss still be on 75. Amen. Or you belong to AAA. See you Adios, as Shore Ash says. You just listened to Race Car spelled backwards. For that, we thank you.